0: High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Risk Partners in Mediapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Hey everybody, this is your old
1: pal, the Round Guy, Steve Filchin. Eager to tell you about the upcoming show I've got down there with my buddy, comedy hypnotist Gary Conrad. Gary and I are going to be at the Catfish Bend Casino in Burlington on Saturday, December the 30th for one show at 8 o'clock. Tickets online or at the door. Uh, And Gary's got a New Year's Eve show there on the 31st. Go to the website for more information about that show. But we're hoping to see everybody turn out on Saturday the 30th as we get to uh, uh, entertain from the uh, Catfish Bend uh, Casino in Burlington. And Gary's going to hypnotize a bunch of people into doing all
0: sorts of crazy things. Looking forward to seeing you then. So the Fairfield Trojans are brought to you by Iowa Tire, Henshaw Trailer Sales, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We have Coach Perkins on with us. Welcome, program, Coach. Thanks for having me. Well, um, we were there with you uh, when you started off the scene. You started off uh, uh, hot like a firecracker out there. really looked great in the in the first game, uh, but uh, um, I know you've battling like crazy and you keep getting real close but you're not uh getting too many of them in the wind column uh but let our listeners know where you're at and uh, uh give us a little overview of the first uh, first half of the
1: season yeah we, we've got a lot of young guys um and the guys that we are playing are that are older don't have a ton of experience so this is kind of their first go around as a uh, varsity starters like i've said in the past we've got the couple guys returning with experience and they're even there in new roles so you know we came out really hot against australusa and we've we've been in some games that we probably could have won um if we would have been able to play better in the second half but um they've shown a lot of improvement since day one Uh, i think for them the biggest thing now is just about being able to close out a game and finish and right now we haven't been able to do that. So, uh, play all four quarters, you know, we, we play a half well, or we'll play three quarters well. And then we, we won't score, but four points or six points in, in the fourth quarter and we end up losing or like over at Centerville. Uh, I think we outscored them 17 to four at one point and cut the lead down to four. And then we turned the ball over three times and end up losing by nine. So, um, Things like that have plagued us, but they're moving in the right direction. I think they're a better team now than they were before the break. So we've had a a couple practices now since they came back. They look refreshed. We had some guys that were sick and some guys that were injured um, and they're starting to come around now. So I think that's, that's a big positive for us. And then here in a couple of days to a week, we'll get one of our seniors back who hasn't played yet this year. So
0: that'll be another boost. Well you, you had a, a, a really great player that uh wound up quitting the team or something. Uh can't remember what his name was, but he was very talented. We got to see him in that Oscaloosa game. Uh can't what, what was that kid's name? Usman. Yeah, Usman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh I bet you uh uh he's he's a pretty talented player. I bet you miss having him around.
1: He's a very athletic kid. Um you know, he. He got sick, missed a few practices, and then came back and he said he just wasn't his heart wasn't in playing basketball. He's a soccer player. And he decided he would rather focus on that. So you know, we've gotta move on and play with the kids we've got and that's that's how we play. The kids that show up are who we play with and we'll take the best kids and put on that we can put on the floor and play the best we can.
0: Well who's this kid that's been hurt? We talked about him before.
1: Cooper Polanski, he's a senior, he's left-handed, he's about 5'11", foot tall, super athletic, um, really bouncy. Uh, he can get to the rim, can score, uh, he can throw it down with both hands pretty easily. He's a he's a really athletic kid that, you know, was with him in, in the lineup, he, he really provides a spark offensively and defensively, because um, he can do things some of the other kids can't.
0: Well, uh, tell me about uh, what your team's been doing well. What What do you like? We you know overall, what do you like? What you've seen so far?
1: Generally, we played pretty good defense. I think uh, we've held some teams that have been scoring quite well, like uh, against Teton. We held them to, you know, just just under fifty, right at fifty points. Um, and then they, you know, go play Mount Pleasant. I think that was a shootout. They got. It was like 70, 68 or something like that. And then, you know, Centerville had been scoring quite well, and we held them in the 40s. So, I mean, typically we play pretty good defense. Um, One of our biggest concerns is scoring the ball. We we have had issues, you know, getting the ball in the paint and scoring, not having a real close presence this year after you lose a guy like Max. Um, Trying to develop that in younger guys, so. I think we're moving in that direction. Our ball movement's gotten a lot better. Our offensive flow looks better. I think as far as our, our on-floor on floor chemistry is, is moving in the right direction, as long as we can keep that going um, and build off of our defensive intensity, we'll, we'll be able to sneak up on some teams in the second half
0: and probably surprise some others. Well, uh, if there's one thing we could change, be it turnovers or better rebounding or better three-point shooting, you know, if you could just um if there's just one aspect of the game you think that you could turn around that would would start putting some wins on the board oh uh, we turn the ball over too much that's a big
1: that's a big no no for us right now you know not having having not having guards in typical guard positions and then having guys that aren't guards handling the ball more um, you know little things like that you take for granted as far granted as far as like coming and in the pass things like that that you know they've not had to do at the jv level so we turn the ball over just out of uh, out of mistakes that are correctable we limit those turnovers i think you know a lot of the games that we've lost the turnover deficit has directly correlated with the amount of points off turnovers and that's usually the deficit in the game so if we can cut back on our turnovers, I think you know everybody'd like to rebound more and and hit more threes. But realistically, for us, limiting turnovers would be our number
0: one thing that we need to work on. Well, maybe maybe you can turn some of that around. Uh, uh, when I talked to Ocala's coach about what he was he he needed to do to to be successful against you, and he just said, "We just got to stop Riley Perkins," you know. And I'm wondering is that what every team is doing or are they just all selling out on riley uh a little bit
1: yeah he gets he gets a lot of good defenders um and then we we don't usually react as well to it as we uh, we could um you know we were at centerville uh the game before last and he got hurt in the second quarter and I think he missed like nine minutes of the game while they were getting him taped up before he could get back in, decide whether or not he could play. And, uh, you know, we scored like four points in that nine minutes. He comes back in, we go on like a 25-8 to eight run and cut the score down to five, four points. Um, if he's playing well, uh, then we, we typically are playing well. But, yeah, a lot of times so far this year the focus has been to, Try to limit his touches, and if he gives the ball up, um, they they like to put quick guys on him that harass him when he gets the ball. So that's uh, and, and you know that's that's tough for a kid that has typically been a spot up shooter, not a not much of a, a point guard. So he's he's trying to to fill in that role, and he's he's playing well at times, I think. But yeah, a lot of teams have focused on him.
0: Well, uh, let's go over, who are the leaders on the team, you know, the leaders in scoring, the leaders in three-point shooting, the leaders in rebounding, you know, leader in blocks and steals, stuff like that.
1: Well, right now, Riley's our leading scorer. He's right around 14 points a game. Um, He's had a few games where he didn't play well or didn't shoot well, and that really, we didn't play well as a team in that game. Sam Wheaton's our next uh, highest scorer, and he's about eight and a half points a game. Um, other than that, we have a, a slew of guys that come in around five, six points a game. Ben Boatwright, uh, Luke Konzel, they're six, seven points a game. Rebounds, you know, Sam Wheaton, good rebounder. Eli Zillman has really, you know, stepped up as a sophomore, rebounding the ball well. Um, and then Luke and Riley both rebound the ball pretty well, too. So those four probably have 90% of our rebounds as a team. They all they all have over 40 rebounds. Um, Riley's our leader in assists, and I think uh, Eli's our leader in blocks. But, yeah, I mean, Luke does a lot of good things defensively. He's, he's our leader in steals. He gets after kids. He's a real good football player, and he, he applies that on the, on the court as well. Um, Sam's just a good overall leader. Yeah. Um, cool level head when he's on the floor so that those kids if we get them all playing together and, and we get everything moving at the same time then we'll be tough um and we look tough in practice and in scrimmages so we just need to come out on game day and do the same thing
0: well how is the uh, uh who's the most improved player this season Oh, uh, from
1: the start of the season, it starts, that's tough. I'd say Ben Boat right, right now from the start of the season to now has really stepped up and changed his game to where last year as a J.D. player, he was kind of more of a stretch four, like shoot to three. And now he's found a rhythm getting to that mid-post, mid-range, where he can step out and hit a little 10, 15-footer. Um, been playing well the last two or three games. And then Eli Zillman. Uh, you know, he's a sophomore, really hits the boards hard. Um, doesn't, doesn't do a ton of things as far as offensively other than get the ball and put it back. But uh, a lot of those points, you know, sometimes our best offense is a missed shot and Eli scoring. So, I mean, then we have a freshman that's came a long way, Ethan Bisgard. Um, he's going to be a good little point guard. He's just kind of found his way into, into the lineup due to injuries and other things. So, um, super quick good football player too, um, can penetrate and look for good things out of him over the rest of the year. But yeah, those three definitely have shown a lot of promise. Um, so you got a senior, a sophomore, and a freshman. And then, you know, the other guys are, are they've shown improvement, but
0: the that's what you expect out of them. Well, uh, I know one bright spot, at least for me, there uh, has been the JV team. Uh, um, yep. You guys are actually 3-0 and on Round Guy Radio this year, and if you throw in some JV football, you're 4-0. Uh, um, you got a, a lot of good, young, talented players, so I know that the future is going to be bright. Uh, you want to talk about some of these great – I know Drew Myers is a, is a pretty great player. Uh, Nolan Smith uh, seems like he has some potential. Uh, uh, there, there's there's a, a, quite a few good players down there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, that group – Boss Richardson does a good job for him. He's a freshman. Uh, Drew Myers obviously can shoot the ball. We, we're looking for him to, to get stronger as he comes up to the varsity level, just physically with the ball. You know, there's a big, there's about two three steps difference sometimes between varsity and JV as far as the defender moving. So being stronger with the ball, he'll be a, an impact player in the next couple of years. Um, and then, you know, Ryan Guyverson does a great job on the JV. Uh yeah, he get, does, he does, I agree. Trying to get him more minutes at the varsity level. He's long and lanky, a lot like Eli, kind of gets up quick, gets down quick, puts the ball back in. Um, and then there's just a, a group of other guys that are really great role players and do what you need them to do. They do the dirty work, and uh, Axel Star plays JV and varsity. Um, you won't see him in the, the points column very often, but he's a great defender. Um, Rebounds the ball well. Plays plays the kind of basketball that you need a guy to play—that everybody job kind of basketball. He does the everybody stuff. He does the rebounding, the defense, the the hustle thing that everybody needs to do, and he's he's really good at it. So, um, outside of that, there's some other sophomores that have, have shown improvement, like Spencer McCready, Carson Elmore. Uh, you mentioned Nolan Smith and Brock Atwood, so. They, they're coming along, and, and some other freshmen. You know, uh, Rowan will step out there, and he'll shoot it from anywhere. So you got to watch out for him. He's a he's going to be a, a problem for teams as he gets older because he's got a lot of confidence shooting the ball too. So uh, the future is pretty good for us as far as uh, our basketball program. We're just building it back up after losing all those seniors. This year's a, definitely a transition year for us, and uh, trying to make. Make things head in a different direction than we started the season. So we want to pick back up with the mentality after the Osterlisa game and, and move forward and win some games here in the second half of the season.
0: Well, uh, is there anything else about the first half you want to talk about? Anybody we, we wanted to mention we haven't talked about yet? No, I think I covered everybody pretty much. You I think I think think- did a great job on that. Uh, well, let's talk about the next couple of weeks. Uh, when's the next couple opportunities, uh, uh, next few opportunities to see? The trojans well tomorrow we
1: have another four team scrimmage i uh, got north mahaska van buren and lisbon coming in
0: um so that's our tomorrow what time is that 10 to 12. That's 10 to 12 our, tomorrow you got four teams coming
1: in for that huh well uh, us and three other teams so oh
0: that's,
1: that's cool similar setup what we do at thanksgiving and then you know we go to holy trinity on the second and then we got mount pleasant on the fifth and then uh we have you know, kind of a, a little bit of a reprieve there. Then Fort Madison comes to town on the 12th. So um, our January is a little bit spaced out. We we played nine games before Christmas, so we need a little bit a little bit of time here to get our our stuff straight before we hit get into that end of January, first February, February rush towards the playoffs. So hopefully we will, we'll show a lot of improvement. We're working on a lot of different things with the guys to help them get where they need to be. And, you know, coming out of the gate, we got three tough teams to play. So Holy Trinity's a really good team. And then at Mount Pleasant going to be a tough game. And then you got Fort Madison at home, which is, you know, the, the bloodhounds are always tough. Great, great coach, great team. So uh, we'll be ready.
0: All right. Well, we've been talking to coach Perkins uh, of the Fairfield Trojans. Uh, thanks for being with us coach. Hi, uh, thank you. High School Basketball and Round Guy Radio is sponsored by Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Rob Moore, Livestock Rich Partners in Minneapolis, Iowa. 4M Plumbing of Washington, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, as well as the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland Island.